I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Fantasy Football Noise. It's week nine. Good evening, Steve. Hello. Good evening, Mitch. Hello there. Good evening. This week, well, it was a weekend of upsets and we had the start of what I'm going to call rotation frustration after the Man City reshuffle. So um, we also, gents, have another studio guest with us. Fabulous. Good evening, Mr. Danny Rogers. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Danny Rogers. It's a pleasure to be here. Cannot believe it. I'm sat uh, in the studio. In the presence of greatness. And Danny, are you a regular fantasy football player? Every year, but I don't do much. (laughs) A man after your own heart, Mitch. So what you're saying is you're actually a shit fantasy football player. Yeah. Although, Danny, you say you don't do much, but you are already outscoring me quite substantially. And we're only in game week nine. Yeah, that I have you guys to thank, because uh, since listening uh, to the podcast, Fantasy Football Noise, I've paid a lot more attention in the first nine weeks than I have ever, I believe. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm on a podcast a... and I've been paying a lot of attention as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a story that we're hearing the world over, gents, isn't it? Isn't, isn't it heartwarming to hear? Is lovely to hear. Now, have you, Danny, have you been doing exactly the opposite of what we've been telling you to do? It's interesting, actually, because uh, I, I, I've listened to a few Game Week uh, episodes together, so I, I, I haven't been following you week after week. But You've some been binging. Of the, You're I've a binge listener. I, I have binge listened, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I have, um, I, I have done everything in the first nine weeks that you've all done, um, just not in the same order. <laughs> so maybe that's the trick. We need to make our substitutions deliberately two weeks late. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe you might you might do better. But as I say, this 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 first few weeks, I've done more than I've ever done. I usually pick my team and then never touch it again. And tell me, Danny, have mm. you have you shipped thirty six points in a week like Mitch has? Uh, no. Do you understand substitutions and the very concept of them? I do, but Good. never use them. One of your guests mentioned that they pay no attention to the bench whatsoever i do not care as who who is on my bench and i spend as little as possible on my bench Mm. very good i think young roz employs a similar strategy doesn't he with the likes of two and (laughs) zabi at 3.9 on his bench um Um, should we review our uh weekend's action and uh how it how it all panned out for us First up, I would like to congratulate Mitch on what I think is his first uh, bet of the week win. Oh, that is one. it my first? Why do we fucking talk about that first? Let's talk about the fantasy points. Because Leicester beat Swansea. Fuck's sake. 
<laughs> Mainly. Do you know, it was only midway through the second half when I twigged that not only were we playing awfully against Leicester and, and looked like we couldn't hit a barn door with a banjo, that I was going to lose a fucking tenner as well. <laughs> and, and do you know, the worst thing of all, you're going to lose that tenner to me. Yes. <laughs> to the power of ten. <laughs> uh, am, am, I not, am I not correct, Mitch? Was it not your first weekly bet win? I don't know. I haven't got a. I haven't got a comprehensive record of what I've bet and what I've won. When you say comprehensive, sure. you mean you haven't got a, a record at all. <laughs> I know. I have no record. I'm pretty not sure it's on the podcast. Not even a basic record. We should be able to go back and check. Check the tapes. I think that's mm, the yeah. check the tapes. Um, I think uh, I'm right in saying that I won both my bets against you, and there have been a couple of no bets through draws. And uh, Steve beat you once, I think, and. Now you've beaten him, so you've got your tenner back. Yeah, I think you're right. I Something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fantasy-wise, I think this was also the very first week that all three of the co-stars of this show hit the magic 60-point target, which was nice. There we go. Which I think was what you said would be the average required to get us over 2,000 points every week, was it, John? It's more than more than 2,000, I think, if you're 60, yeah. Yeah, I think that would actually t- bring you to something like 2,200, which would be challenging for most of the mini-leagues that I've been involved in. Um, but Never going to happen. You need to average that over the, over the whole season, so you're going to need to ratchet up a few triple-digit ones, I think, Mitch, to... Uh, <laughs> to start averaging 60 but we take yes. the piss out of him and, and justifiably so because he's shit at fantasy football but you have won this game week so I you think have. 73 73 points correct yeah very good mate good effort predominantly thanks to picking Kane as captain who gave me a, a princely 32 points mm, very good tidy players who I'd lost a little bit of faith in Deli Alley nine points so mm-hmm. quite yeah. pleasing I actually brought I in last of? week we're, we're moving on to substitutions I brought in I got rid of Granite Xhaka that's more of a last. transfer Mitch rather than a substitution Must oh yeah transfer right. you know you know I keep getting the, the terminology mixed up uh, really important I brought in Ducore nice from, uh, Hotford. Uh, uh, just he... quickly can I sorry to interrupt man. would you like to have a guess at uh, Ducore's first name Ooh. Give you a fucking million pounds if you get it right. A million pounds? Wow! That, um... You can make it a trillion if you want. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, it's that bad. Um, pretty pretty sure he's checking right now. So he's—he sounds like he's French. I'm going to bet he's kind of African French from somewhere like Cameroon I think he's from or Cameroon, something like that. Yeah. So it's Colin. Uh, so uh, I am going to go for Obidi. It's a great guess. You want to have a second pop? Uh, no, because I've just opened up his page on the Fancy Premier League mm. page to see what it is. And you're right, I could have guessed yes. for infinity years and never got... What is his name? Abdullay. Abdullay. I think that's quite popular. It's a fairly safe bet, I think, Steve. <laughs> yeah, so he gave he gave me eight points. Yes. McTarian was a big disappointment, one point, and Maratta, another big disappointment, one point only. Lukaku as well, disappointing. Well, Chipped yeah, him with an assist, points, but that's I, I want I want more than a single assist from my eleven and a half million pound premium striker. I tell you what though, did you see the assist? I did. It yeah, was he did some well. fucking assist. Yeah, he did. He's chased down a lost cause, 
He's yeah, beat he the fullback and he's whipped it in for Rashford. A really good assist. Had a great finish from Rashford too. Lovely to header, yeah. Mm. So what does that take us to? Is that 4-3-2? John, Mitch, yep. me? Correct. Yes. Yep. That's the head-to-head. Yeah, that's right. Very good. So Mitch, you talked about Kane captain. And, yes. And clearly that was the right choice unless you've gone Glenn Murray or Otamende. Well, I don't think many people have gone Otamende or Glenn Murray. Lovely when you get it right, isn't it? But I do see a lot of Captain Agony about the place. I see a few Jesuses. Mm. I see a few David Silvers in the league. And, yeah, unless you've gone for Kane at home and been ballsy. Well, I went I went Lukaku, so mm. five points doubled. Um, there's, a, there's a chap that we should come on to, to chat about at, at some point today who's, who's recently joined the Fantasy Football Noise Mini League. A chap Stairs called James Stairs, who's uh, sent us some questions as well. Now, he's, he's actually uh, 4,886th in the entire game is his rank. He's got 571 that. points. And he's I noted not, that not welcome in the show. Not welcome, no. Not welcome, <laughs> not in, not welcome in our league. Either. No, get out, no. Stairsy. Um, yeah. But he... Given how, how well he's scoring, he erroneously put Morata as captain last week mm. and Kane, wow. as, Kane as his vice-captain. So someone who's actually pretty handy, let's say, had their own dose of agony last week. Nice, good Morata to hear. Morata as captain. Is, is Stairsy uh, known to either of you or is he just a uh, random listener? No Stairsy is not known to me, no. Great, lovely. Isn't that nice? People we don't know starting to join the league now. It's starting to happen, boys. People are filtering in. I'd rather some people joined a little bit further down the league, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, there we are. Can't have it always, can you? <laughs> no, exactly. Somebody has joined in, Jonathan Davis, who's below you. Yes, now I do know Jonathan Davis, and I think he didn't put his team together until the season has al- had already started. So uh, he's going to probably ah. remain down there. If, if he does overtake me, I'll be sorely disappointed, I can tell you that for nothing. Yeah, he's 200 points behind even you, so yeah. He's got a chance, though. There is, there is <laughs> yeah, every chance, a long way to go. You'll also notice that there's another team waiting to join the league at the bottom, and that is our studio guest this evening. That's right, Mr. I, Danny Rogers. I have joined. Should we quickly go through your to be your added team, after the next points update? Danny Rogers, mm. massive there attack, massive attack. Massive. There's a good reason for that team name. You'll talk us through the team name first of all. Massive attack. Well, mm. I'm I'm oversized, John. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, in the last ten years, I've let myself go. It's no lie. Um, I didn't want to say massive attack. I'm not one for changing my name either. It's been it's massive, massive attack, attack since fantasy started. For years, yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah. I'm just going to go with it. I don't see any reason to change. It's it's part of my philosophy in the game as well. Just just pick a team, don't change it. Um, <laughs> with mixed success. Yeah, very mixed success. Um, Actually, let's not let's not put success in no, in, in the mix. Mixed. Just mixed. Mm. Yeah. Um, See what mm. happened to success. Uh, you're talking about the player. Yeah, the fella from Watford. Success. Yeah. Something happened in the news. Oh, yes, he. he um, He's a sex pest or something. He <laughs> paid for pest. some prostitutes to come to his hotel room. That's right. And for some reason or another, they didn't have sex. And then he wanted his money back and the prostitute <laughs> refused. And so I think he I think he himself called the police to get his money back from the prostitutes. Brilliant. I bet they had a fucking field day with him. Yeah. The w- a world of sympathy for the Premiership <laughs> yeah. footballer. I, I, Seeking yeah. is what hundred quid back. <laughs> wow! I never heard that story. 
There you go. But I like it. But I like it a lot. That's mm, what success great. looks like. Uh, back to your side, <laughs> mate. I see you've gone. You've gone for the big three up front. Well, I, it has changed slightly, but not the big three up front. I'm I, I'm I'm big on the three up front. I've gone uh, big Rog, Kane, and Morata. Well, that's the same as me. Same as me. Yeah. Don't change it. Very wise. Yeah, they will all come good. I can see in midfield you've made the terrible Kevin De Bruyne mistake. Well, I'm 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 not because you <laughs> know something terrible. Possibly, I think possibly uh, pushing it back. <laughs> I think uh, he's he's been set three from his holding midfielding role. Yeah, the key the key is though giving them time to bed in and and seeing what they do. I'm big on trying to find a. Um, every season there is someone sort of five million ish in midfield who mm. has an absolute belter. Um, and I have changed this week already. I was going to say it doesn't uh, look like you've got you've got them. Uh, I, no, got, not at the moment. I, I got rid of Shakiri and put in Bakayoko, who I think is going to come really good. Wow. Mm. Um, <laughs> that was a sceptical <laughs> mm, from Baker, <laughs> if, I, if I'm not mistaken. I think uh, I think he I think he is. I Am I, I mistaken, really Baker? Yeah, you're not mistaken actually. No, no, I don't. I, I don't think he's a long-term bet, mate. Well, you know, time will tell. Um, <laughs> certainly you better than fucking Shakiri. Yeah. What did he have him before? Well, because I couldn't afford anyone else. This is a bit, you know, bit like everyone's dilemma. But I've I've taken some advice from um from from the three of you with Gross from Brighton. Yes, mm. um, and I've stuck him in um, for Matic, uh, but I haven't got rid of Matic. I've kept him on the bench. Did you see his knee slide on Friday night at the London Stadium? Uh, no. Well, actually, was it him or Knockart? I can't Knockart. remember. I did see it. Knockart. Yeah, it was, it was. Knockart, Knockart, wasn't it? Yeah. The left back has curled it. An absolute fantastic one past Joe Hart and done a proper wet knee proper slide. Wet and knee Knockart's slide. come <laughs> behind him and gone face plant straight into the ground <laughs> as his knees dug into the turf. <laughs> we love it. Right, lads, how are we going to solve this Man City nonsense? And I tell you what, I've been doing a bit of background analysis, lads. You're going to love this. Go on. Right, so I've Excited. looked at minutes played stats for Man City this season. And mm -hmm. top of the tree, or top three, we have Otamendi, David Silva, and Fernandinho. Now, Fernandinho is going to score you fuck all. So on the basis of the first um, eight game weeks, Otamendi and David Silva would have been the two most successful Man City players if you'd have gone on minutes played. Now, they've scored 55 and 54 points between them. Now, the only two players who've scored more than them in the City squad are Aguero and Sane, 59 points. Mm -hmm. And they have played over 275 minutes less than Otamendi and David Silva. Interesting. Yeah, Jesus has played even less than Aguero and Sane. He's played 489 minutes. So, again, you know, 300 minutes less than Otamendi and David Silva. Mm. So there you have it. I, I don't know what it all means, but I've done the analysis. I've done the analysis and I've come up empty-handed, lads. <laughs> I've, I've reached zero conclusion. <laughs> I can offer you literally nothing, but those are the facts. <laughs> A long analysis, short conclusions. I will get nothing in my physics exam. <laughs> and that's why you're the co-star of the podcast. <laughs> I think it's also important to look at their next four fixtures, three of which are Leicester, Huddersfield and Southampton. Ooh. And West Brom. And West Brom, sorry. Yeah. If you're going to do this properly, you're going to pick three Man City players, but the challenge is which three? 
Mm-hmm. And do you know, that's that's really fair comment, because in my side, and it may not surprise you, I haven't got any Man City players, and that's wow. partly because of, of my uh, uncertainty of who is actually going to play. So I brought in Jesus for a few games, failed to get me anything, so dropped him again. Um, the only one that I've debated this weekend or this week was uh, Sane in for Mkhitaryan, and then Otamendi seems to be scoring consistently. But otherwise, mm. there seems to be a, there seems to be rotation, or maybe it's not rotation. Maybe well, it's the only... fact that Aguero got injured in the taxi. The idiot. If we look at the numbers, there are only four outfield players who've played every game so far. So that's Otamendi, Silva, Fernandinho, and De Bruyne. Now, obviously, De Bruyne is is rubbish, so don't bother with him. Uh, Fernandinho scored 29 points and he's not going to get many more so you've got to go Otamendi and David Silva I think mm. as as you two because they're guaranteed to start pretty much but who are you going to go for as well as that so Aguero, Sane or Jesus Is it fair Baker to say De Bruyne's rubbish? He has got 52 points no, don't, don't get me wrong just in case anyone wants to slate me for saying De Bruyne is rubbish I want to clarify that he's a world class player and, and playing brilliantly I'm just making the point that I think he's a waste of money at £10 million from a fantasy perspective I disagree oh, I disagree, disagree well. waste of money is too strong uh, he's in my side he will stay in my side David Silva is first name on the sheets out of all three of them mm-hmm. but are we are we not uh, a little bit blinkered here because did anyone see Man United losing to Huddersfield um, yes, does anybody think that in one of those four games, Man City is going to lose? No. Uh, no. I think they will. One of them, they're going to. You think? Yeah, I'm, yeah. It's going to really? happen. Where, yeah. where do you see that? Which one of those four? West Brom, Huddersfield. Who else do you say? Southampton. I'm, I'm going to shout Southampton early doors. You think Southampton are going to go to the Etihad and win? Not a prayer. <laughs> not a prayer. I'll take that bet with you this minute. I, I, yeah. I'm not up for betting it. I'm not oh, up for betting it. But what I'm okay. saying is that they may lose a game. No one saw Man United losing to Huddersfield. It's very difficult sticking three Manchester City players in your team. Um, would anyone go two midfielders? Uh, yep, have. Who have you got, John? I've got Silva, who I've had for a few weeks. And uh, this weekend I brought in Sterling for Mkhitaryan. And he that, did, not that fe- well. did not feature. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the uh, ro- rotation frustration. And that is what you're up against. Well, it is exactly, but I, th- I mean, he he played the last four, and uh, he was their joint top scorer with six goals, if I'm not mistaken, going into the weekend's game. I thought he was a shoe in. I dislike him solely on the fact so that he I. has a disproportionate upper torso to the rest of his body. <laughs> He's also played the lowest amount of minutes out of any of the Man City players that we've discussed so far at 477 in the first nine yeah. games. Yeah, I saw that. But you brought him in as well, didn't you, Steve? I did. Still got 50 points, though. Remarkable, mm. really. He has, yeah. He's Six playing goals. tonight, so I had a quick look. I thought, ooh, I wonder if we can get some clues about rotation because they're playing mm. in the EFL Cup tonight. He's gone yep. Jesus and Aguero up front and he's brought Yaya Torre in with um, Gundogan and then Sterling and Bernardo Silva in midfield. Uh, with them, he's gone strong, isn't he? Yeah. What else happened this weekend? We've got we've got Alexis Sanchez and Mesut Özil look like world beaters. At oh, Everton. Urzel, I thought Özil was back to his best, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah, he's on the shop floor. See, he's going to mm. leave in January. Mm. One good performance in twenty against poor opposition doth not a world class player make. Doth not opinion. make a fantasy purchase. Yeah, yes. you're quite right. Yeah, I, 
And also, yeah, who, who's going to buy Urzil with his ridiculous wage demands? He's just not been consistent enough. And a number of large clubs. Yeah, I, I expect a number of them will. You think? Mm. Definitely. Well, who yeah. in the Premiership would buy him, given his poor form? Premier League. No, go no they're not. He'll go. He'll, he'll go back to Germany. Actually. JB, didn't you mention? Yep. Do we need to gamble on Sanchez now? A couple of weeks ago? Uh, I think I flagged up that both him and Hazard, and I think at the time Coutinho, all had very, very low ownerships. Particularly for him and Hazard, players who've been overall top scorer in this game in recent years. I think it was remarkable that they were owned by so few people. But whether it's time to take a punt on him yet, I'm still not completely convinced. He's a lot of money, isn't he? Yeah, and I think if you look at the fixtures for Arsenal, they've got their away at the Etihad. They've got the North London Derby, middle of November, I think. Mm. So it's probably not the right time to take a massive gamble on Ozil or Sanchez. What else happened this weekend? What else was impressive? Spurs finally won convincingly at Wembley against a bit of a against, against a bit uh, of a shit team though. against that defence. Mm. Oh god, it was just so painful to watch. It was embarrassing. Oh, was so it against Liverpool, Jay? <laughs> 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 yeah, I thought it was. It was understandable that he took Lovren off, but it wasn't only his fault. I mean, he looked awful, but the whole the whole back line was it wasn't was just aw- the back line. Was awful. No, I thought, I, Keeper was awful. Yeah, oh, it was just just it was just dreadful. Take nothing away from the mighty Spurs, though. No, Come God, on. no. They were on the break, phenomenal. Yeah, Kane was brilliant. Trippier looked good. Eriksson had a quiet game for once. He did, didn't he? But Deli Ali back on form, Mitch. You would have been pleased with that. I was pleased with that. I'm still not convinced, though. I'm still thinking whether I want to bring in Eriksson. I've been looking around at other kind of leading fantasy teams and there's quite a few of them that have got Ericsson in, packed full of Man City. They seem to be playing two great strikers and one cheaper one. Your man Tammy Abraham seems to crop up quite a lot in some of the leading sides as a as a decent, decent cheap scorer. Yeah. So I, I've still got some thinking to do. But um, my I... a, a bit of shock news from my end is that I think... I think I am not going to make, for the first time, any changes this week. Bollocks. I believe, call, I call believe it when I, I Believe it when I see it, Mitch. Well, yeah. I haven't made any yet, and I've had my... It's Tuesday. My finger was hovering over Mkhitaryan and bringing in <laughs> Leroy Sane, and I didn't do it. I thought, no, maybe I'll leave it. And I'll tell you what, I was very, very disappointed with Man United. I, I Their first however many games it was, they, they barely conceded a goal. They scored four on the trot in several games, and I thought they are looking tasty. And then they drew nil-nil to Liverpool, awful, and then lost to Huddersfield. And I wonder whether they've become complacent, lost their way. But I, I can't see Man City losing their way in the same way that Man United have. I fear that the rot might be there a little bit for Man United. Man United have got Spurs next as well. Big game, massive. Yeah. So I'm wondering whether I should ditch Man United players or just let it ride for a week or so. I'm thinking seriously about dropping Lukaku for Aguero. Hmm. Can, I I, can I ask the group a question? Mm-hmm. Um, in that scenario then, Spurs and uh, Manchester United playing, if you have a team with several Spurs, several Man United players, where do you stand in the maybe take transferring out some players for that reason alone? Well, you're going to be struggling because most people have got Either or either De Gea or Loris, and they'll probably have Lukaku or Kane. So you're going to be playing your top striker against your keeper. So it's probably a chance for you to to sub Loris or De Gea, isn't it? 
not if you've got Begovic in goal. Begovic, Bego- I love it. Begovic. And they're at home to Chelsea, I think. Who are? Bournemouth. Begovic. Begovic. Uh, but no, it's a good question. I think, I, I, I must admit, I've always, for the last couple of seasons, thought about whether I've got my my decent striker against my keeper and made substitutions for my keeper accordingly. So I'm, I'm going to be doing the same. So Loris I've had in nets. So I'm going to go Rob Elliott away at Burnley on Monday night. Yeah, I think that's a decent shout. He's been returning good points. Mm, another clean sheet on the weekend? Yeah, for a £4 million keeper. It's fantastic. So I've also become very frustrated with Alonso. Mm. It was the classic kiss of death. I brought him in with my wild card. Since then, he's netted 0, 2, 1 and 1. Grand total of four points across four weeks for me. That's not what I expected from seven million pounds of defender. I think it's time probably to ditch Valencia and Valencia as well. You think? Mm-hmm. Otamendi's wow. a must. He's a top scoring defender in the league. He plays every game for Man City. Kiss of death, by the way. He's going to get dropped clearly on the weekend. Correct. Absolutely. Or injured, mortally injured. I've already got mortally. Mortally. <laughs> now I've said that he's dead. I've already got Silver and Sterling in my midfield and I want to bring in Aguero more than I want to bring in Otamendi, but so I can't do that. So where are you going to go? You're going to go Monreal. So if you look at the top-scoring defenders, you've got Otamendi, Valencia, yeah. Monreal, Jones, Davis, Trippier. Yeah, well, I've, I've got Davis as well and I'm getting equally pissed off with him. But um, what, Is that because he just doesn't play? It's, yeah, principally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah, Danny Rose is back now as well. So that's correct. I'm yeah, not going to get a look in. So Monreal is is definitely at the top of my list, but which way I'll go, I'm not quite sure yet. Yoshida's entered the top ten defenders after the weekend. He has. Yeah, I saw that. And I'm, and Van Dyke played ever so well. I've got a Yoshida story. Mm, go for it. It's very small and very uninteresting. But um, no, I was, don't tell it. We'll be the judge of that. I was very drunk uh, in a pub in Brockenhurst recently. Following, following, I must add, a uh, Southampton home game. And one of my true friends uh, said to me that Yoshida was at the bar. And uh, it did look like him. Bollocks. But it wasn't him. It wasn't him. I'm going to tell, you know. This, bit, this, bit racist. Yeah. Uh, but I went over to him to speak to him as Yoshida, <laughs> thinking at the time that it was. No doubt um, in your mind. No doubt in my mind, but the uh, gentleman whose name was, was was also John told me that there was no way he could have made it from the ground to the pub in that time frame following the game. Mm. Very very embarrassing. What time was it? Five past five or something? Yeah. No, it, I think it was a bit later than that. I can't remember the exact time, but it was very funny, very amusing. What did you say to him? What was your opening gambit? I just said, hi, Yoshida. It's hi, you. Yoshida. Hi, surname. <laughs> I'm just going to call you by your surname, if that's okay. Can, can I buy you a job? Well, Hi, does, Rogers. Does anyone know his first name? <laughs> Absolutely not, but you can't use someone's surname in your opening introduction, surely. Was well, the only name I knew. I wasn't going to go up to make one up like Peter Pogba or... <laughs> oh, you should have done. Rod, Roger Lukaku. And a guess. <laughs> his first name is Maya. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. Maya Shida. Hmm. So how far did you get? You said, hello, Yoshida, and he said... <laughs> hello, Loshida. Loshida. I think I think someone ushered me away because I was a bit drunk. Um, if you're looking in the top 10, the cheapest player currently in the top 10 defensive goal, uh, scorers is your man Ward from Burnley with 44 points. What are their fixtures like? Looking a bit better. Newcastle at home, Saints away, Swansea at home the next three. 
Yeah, not That's too not bad. bad they it? were never. They were unlikely to keep City out, were they? There you go. Ward's a lovely option for anyone who's looking for a defender. Four point seven. Yeah, that might. might Mitch, have we convinced you to make a transfer yet? He's currently on my bench, actually, Ward. I've already got him. Get him in. I uh, yeah, I am. I'm. I mean, I am in two minds. I, I I want to kind of leave it alone and give players a chance, but. United, I'm so disappointed with United. That lasted what, 15 minutes? And I've got no Man City players. You need a Man City player. You're, you're never going to make it through with no transfers. I would have a wager with you, but that might prompt you to actually not do it. So uh, I'll just say that I don't think you will make it transferless. It leads me to a question, if I may. So we mentioned him earlier, our uh, our new leader of the Fancy Football Noise League. Uh, James Stairs. We'll call him Stairsy from now on. Stairsy, um, yeah, lovely. He strikes me as a serious player of this. You know, better than all of us, I regret to say. And he sent, he sent us a question, and it's a serious fantasy question. He defines players as casual players or non-casual players. And his view is... I've heard casuals referred to, yes, on Twitter. Casual players, they transfer too whimsically, too quickly, based on one weekend of form, or whether someone is or isn't playing in the Champions League, and so on and so forth. Mm. And in his view, that then yo-yos player values, which annoys the non-casuals. And his question to us is, is that just the price to pay when the game and players become popular... Or does he think, or do we think that we need game week transfer windows, or should he just suck it up, and does it really impact that much, or should he keep more in the bank so that he's got uh, a bit of a slush fund to rely upon and not pull the trigger so rapidly? And he asked us to what we honest, think. Now that's quite I, a serious I, question, isn't it? Because we've never had serious is. questions like that. That's a proper player's question. It is, but I fell asleep after about 10 seconds of you reading that. <laughs> it's too many options. Uh, I'm not interested. This and this is how I play the game. Not, not interested. You've come to the wrong place. You've come to the wrong place if you want that question answered. <laughs> Danny's uh, abstaining. He's going to tap out. Um, so, what was he asking? Fucking what? transfer. What transfer windows? You see, this. I think this is a question f- for players that have got a spreadsheet. Someone like Sarge, Sarge. Sarge. they're monitoring. Yeah, they're monitoring player values going up and down, and they're monitoring that one o'clock deadline or whatever it is, to know when they should ditch players or buy players based on their value. And actually, it seems to be working for good old Stairsy. He seems to have a team that is already worth 101.2 million, and he's got 0.3 sitting there in the bank, ready for a transfer. He's brought in Van Dyke as well, Jay. You'll be pleased with no, that. Oh, yeah, he's very wise. He's also got your man Gross in. Bako, you like a bit of Gross, don't you? Yes. Love a bit of Gross. And he's another one of these where he's got expensive, expensive striker, Murata, Kane, and then he's got Vardy just to just to top it up. Yeah, but that's, that's a good shout. You think? Mm. He may not be that expensive, but that is a good third striker he's gonna play every week he's gonna score goals yeah speaking it? of Leicester sorry speaking of Vardy I also think Mares is coming into the picture so his stock is rising yeah he played well on Saturday yeah he did very well so Vardy yeah what are we 8.6 42 points he's got yeah. I think in answer to uh, without tapping out his very first element of that question because it did go on <laughs> um was the fact that you're reacting to people having a particularly good game week. Mm. 
it's really easy to go, oh, look, Deli Alley's had a really good game week. He's on 48 points. I'm going to put him in. And then he doesn't score any points. You've got to let them go. Like we were talking about it, you've got to let them have a few games. And the average is what's important. Correct. We talked yeah. about that earlier in the season too, didn't we? I think I think yeah. he's right though. I think being trigger happy does cause that fluctuation in values. Also mentioning this mentioning the slush fund, I, I always like to have some money in the bank. I think if you if you've Ooh. if you've literally got naught point naught in the bank, then you are far more obviously you're far more bothered by price rises and falls. I always try and have something in there so that you, you've got a bit more flexibility. Can I ask then what you've all got in the bank right now? I've never looked at that. 0.8? Wow, sir. So that's a strategy that you, you like to employ, Steve, yeah? Yeah, 0.5 is my minimum. Minimum? Well, wow, mm. sir. He is in investment banking. Yeah, I've got 0.4 as well. 0.4. It's just handy. This weekend, I have substantially increased the minutes of football that I have watched this season. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so you're currently in Holland, aren't you? I went to watch PSV Eindhoven against Heracles. Oh, I'm Phillips. sorry, you actually went to watch it live. You're live, a live game, an actual game and in Eindhoven. That, yeah. And what was it like? Do you know, I thought it was bang average. It was, I reckon... It's a good stadium I reckon, though, isn't it? It's quite a nice stadium, 35,000. I reckon a decent championship side would probably be Eindhoven. But their, did, you take, did you happen to look up their, um, their, their domestic form this season yet, Mitch? No, I haven't. No, I didn't take any interest. They've won the last five and are top of the VC. Oh, oh are they? Yeah. The team that they played, Heracles, they just kind of strolled it and still won three 0 So I don't know whether they just face such poor opposition in their in their domestic league that, uh, yeah, that's just the way it is. Here's a, here's a question for you though. Go on. Have you managed to practice any of the Dutch I've taught you yet? <laughs> Do you know? I I haven't, but I keep turning over in my head i can't say it exactly but it's something like filial and medme nokin de coca isn't it something like that the nuka in the coca filial medme which is will you with me filial medme nuka in the coca interesting when i spoke, said to my wife i said i i've i've learned some phrases from john and i kind of rattled it off quickly and she seemed to as soon as i got to the nokin de coca she said that means sex in the kitchen I thought, how wow. the bloody hell do you know that? Yeah, unless she's been secretly listening to the podcast she's and not a, letting she's on. She's a closet fan. Yeah, or that she's had be. sex in the kitchen with a Dutchman. <laughs> well, maybe, ah. yeah. Who shouted it from the rooftop? I think the latter <laughs> is more likely. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out the back of Mitch's missus, going Nuka in the Kuka. So you need to play back. I think it was what episode five was the Dutch phrases. Just brush up on those, Mitch, and that's my challenge to you for the remainder of your holiday this week. There, go up to somebody, explain to them you're going to say an offensive sentence to them, and just see if they understand. See what reaction you get. So, so, so let me practice again. Willyau met me. Yep. No kidding, Dakota. But it's Villiao met me. Villiao met me. No kidding, Dakota. And you've got to do the other one. And the other one is. Warum heb jij? Warum heb jij? Die geen grotere tieten. <laughs> die geen grotere tieten. Yeah, which means why aren't your tits bigger? <laughs> I am struggling to think where I might use them, but okay, fine, I'll try my best. You need to make friends with someone who's some Dutch cool person, 
preferably I would say a man and just say listen you know my mate reckons this means something can I run up can I run a phrase past you <laughs> can I run this up the flagpole yeah maybe yeah. maybe video it I'd love mm. I'd love I'd love to see someone's reaction to it <laughs> great shall we look ahead to the weekend's fixtures yes let's let's do that so West Brom I mean they're on fire at the minute I think they've won two in 18 they'll surely, <laughs> surely beat Man City at home you've got the big one Kicks us off, Man, Man United Spurs. That's got to be Spurs all, all day long, isn't it? United are in terrible form. 4-3. I wouldn't, see, I wouldn't say United are in terrible form. They've got seven, six clean sheets or seven clean sheets in the first... I think it's seven in the first eight. I mean, is that Old, is that old Trafford? I'm, I'm imagining a draw. One all draw. One of um one of my favourite tweets that I've read in the last week, John, was um from a chap called Chris Bascom, who said the Spurs attack versus the Liverpool defence has been the greatest mismatch <laughs> since the Man City attack versus the Liverpool defence yeah. some few weeks earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Very good. Uh, Excellent. Um, very quickly, because we are running out of time, have you got your eye on chaps, transfers-wise? Anything in mind? Or already done? That we haven't talked about already? I, I think if, if I do anything, it will be Sane in for Mkhitaryan. Okay. And I could even consider, if I were to spend four points, it, if, if I could make the numbers work, it would be Morata out, Aguero in. Having already said you're not going to make any transfers. Okay, thank you. <laughs> ba- Baco? I have had a two-week experiment with Eden Azard in an attempt to get a differential, and it hasn't worked out for me. I've capped him in both weeks. It's gone disastrously. So I'm away at Cherries this weekend. Yeah, I don't fancy it. So really? everyone get Azard in, obviously. Um, yeah, but I'm going to bring back Salah. I think. Okay. Cool. Home to Huddersfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Maybe. And Danny, you've done yours already. So. I have done mine. Back here goes in. Um, I've brought in Gross and Trippier. I put Trippier in. Okay, cool. What do we think about the lad Batshuayi? Do we think he's going to feature enough to be a contender or just one to watch for now? Definitely one to watch. I mean, he's not going to come off the bench and score two every week, is he? I think he's going to play Morata more often than not. Mm. He looked bloody good though, didn't he? Yeah, he was up for it, wasn't he? All right then, lovely. Well, let's wrap it up there, guys. Um, It's been wonderful fun. Danny, thanks ever so much for coming in. Gentlemen, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, mate. Superb. Danny, I've enjoyed it very much. Thank you. We will be back next week, of course. Um, In the meantime, if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, Wayne is about to tell you our handle. At fantasy underscore noise. And of course, you can always email us at fantasyfootballnoise at gmail.com. That is absolutely correct. Full marks. Uh, oh, we haven't had a bet of the week. We haven't set up a bet of the week, boys. I reckon. Here's my two uh, banana skins. I reckon. I reckon Swans might get a result away at Arsenal. It's hardly a banana skin. I think we've won three times in the last four years at, at the Emirates. Sounds like you're taking it on, Steve. I don't don't know if this will be the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> After that rebuttal, I think you're going to have to, aren't you, mate? Go on, Back then. boys, surely. Go on, then. I'll have, I'll have a bit of even-money Swansea at the Emirates. Great stuff. Put it in the book. Done. Wayne, Wayne, will you be a man about it and give Steve the draw as well? Well, no, actually, I'm saying I think Swans could win at Arsenal. Oh, I'll, I'll have Arsenal, then. I'll have <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> you can't take Arsenal, Steve. Why not? What a Swansea fan. Why not? If, if the Swans win, I'll be ecstatic. <laughs> I'll pay a tenner quite happily for the Swans to win. Fine, okay, done. You, you, is that, that's what they call an emotional hedge, isn't it, Steve? Yeah. Love it. 
an emotional hedge. Can Don't. I just clarify? Have you just bet against a swap? I, I don't know what's just happened there. It's not real, is it? I've just won a tenner, basically. <laughs> we'll see. All right, then, boys. Well, it's been a wonderful pleasure. And until next time, I bid you adieu. Adieu. Cutie music. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.